You're listening to the Overcast. Sunshine on a cloudy day. Part of the Oversoul Gaming Channel. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the Overcast, the entertainment podcast focused on fun. I am your host, Justin, a.k.a. Oversoul. And I am your co-host, Nick, a.k.a. The Vaping Fiend. And we're bringing you sunshine on a cloudy day, yes. And, uh, things have been cloudy as hell lately on account of all the smoke coming from Canada, so we're gonna need some sunshine. Quite literally, though. uh, Like, seriously, like, this shit's for (laughs) the birds, man. No, not not even for the birds because I guarantee they aren't enjoying it either. That's that's fair. That's <laughs> they gotta <laughs> they gotta fly for this shit. Right. God damn. Oh man. Oh. Oh man. It's yeah. It's it's the middle of summer and the sky looks like winter. I'm not even sure if the fucking Fourth of July celebration in uh, in Rockford is gonna happen because of this. Hey, that's a fair point. Not much point in fireworks if you can't see them. Right. <laughs> I mean, good lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But, and it's also, it's been cloudy days for more reasons than that, though. Things have been kind of difficult and stressful lately. So today we're going to take it easy. If, and rather than have a serious discussion topic, we'll be playing some games. Yes, you all may remember back when we when we played uh, "Would You Rather" and "Higher or Lower" Absolutely. as a bit of a contest thing. Yes, uh, we'll be doing that again, <clears throat> except different. This time we'll be playing "Will You Press the Button," <clears throat> followed by a quick round of video game trivia. Mm-hmm. Yes, this uh, podcast <clears throat> is a supplement to a gaming focused YouTube channel, after all. So, might as well throw that in. Exactly. There. Um, but while I'm on the subject, yeah, I'll just, um, I'll get it out of the way. Things have been kind of shit lately because my landlord is an asshole. Some people may remember back in February when I had some flooding issues in the basement and, uh, he was, um, he was trying to fix it, but not doing a very good job of it. And the issue just kept happening and caused the damage to some personal items and stuff. it was a whole thing. Well, like, uh, basically, he had threatened to evict us because we called the building inspector on him, and, uh, you know, that's illegal where I live. Um, and months had gone by, and nothing happened, so we thought everything was fine. But then, like, like a week ago, we had got some court papers about an eviction, and uh, we had to go deal with that, and... We motioned for the case to get dismissed because, you know, again, illegal. That didn't happen, but it's going to trial here in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. um, but without getting in, without getting into too many, yeah, without getting into too many details. And long story short, there are some people in this town that are definitely on my side in this, and they're trying to help. And I'm I'm hoping it'll turn out fine. But in the meantime, I am trying to find a new apartment. I am trying to move, but it is difficult because. You know, due to falling on hard times back during the pandemic, I, uh, I I basically went into a little bit of debt trying to make sure my family had a good Christmas, um, and I'm still paying for it now. 
So that kind of affects my credit a bit. And also because we're dealing with this whole eviction thing right now and that shows up. You know, because it's public information. Mm -hmm. So trying to find an apartment has been difficult because so many landlords out here are stingy, which is crazy because it's not even that great of a town. You know, there's no reason for them to be that stingy. But they want you like these apartments are like six, seven hundred a month and they want your income to be three or four times that amount. You know, you got to have the money. You got to have the money for the deposit. You got to have the money for first month's rent, which is equal to the deposit. And then you got to find a place that accepts cats on top of it. And then you got to pay a fee for them. And it's a whole complicated process. Anybody who's ever moved, dealt with landlords or rented an apartment knows what I'm talking about. It's a pain in the ass. But um, there are... There are two kinds of landlords. There's landlords, which are the good ones, and then there's slumlords, which are the bad ones. Yes. Mine is a slumlord. Slumlords <laughs> are horrible, horrible, horrible subhuman species, subhuman sloth pieces of shit, walking pieces of trash. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I had one I had one at one point too, and he was an absolute piece of shit. Yep. I Mm. Couldn't stand it. Yeah, so, we, uh... <laughs> when... Got me about my... <laughs> the fuck? Bring awareness to this kind of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I... I man, I totally get it. But... Um... In the sake of maintaining my sunshine on a cloudy day whole concept, I try not to... Uh, I, I don't want to get too deep into all of the nitty-gritty that's going on with that. I will say I did just apply for a new apartment recently, and I'm did waiting you? for... Yeah, they, now there's like a $20 application fee. That's another thing that sucks. You gotta pay these application yeah. fees for a chance a chance to get in, but not a guarantee, you know? Right. Um. So that's that's kind of part of the problem, too. But the thing is, luckily the place I applied, they don't run the fee until they've actually taken a look at your application and then the fee is basically for the background check you know mm, they'll take a look at the application first to see whether or not it's even going worth going through the process in the first place so most okay so the way it should be the way it should be is as long as you don't get any complaints from your like neighbors or anything and you pay your rent on time that should, that should all that be that should all, really all that be all that matters seriously that's how it should right, be right yeah and it's and i know i have a clean background because i work for the school district right so yeah so there is that but yeah at least the job i i still there's still that you know we're in the summer hours now at the school and um i've been spending most of my time uh, making tables, you know, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. <clears throat> you got some people waxing floors. You got some people moving mm -hmm. stuff in and out of rooms, painting rooms. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a power. I'm taking a power drill and sitting here and putting screwing like legs into tables mm -hmm. uh, and just putting them together as I'm sitting here and watch like rewatching Sunny in Philadelphia on my phone. You know, like mm. uh, that's that's the other thing too. I I went back. I started rewatching. It's always sunny from the beginning. I'm in like season twelve now. I'm trying to catch up to where they currently are because nice. the new season just started. 
and they're a few episodes in. I did watch the first episode of the new season, which is about inflation. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I've been going back and rewatching it from the beginning. Man, so many classic memories like Dayman, ah, Fighter the of the Night Man. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, good, good stuff. Really, really good stuff. But. <clears throat> Anyways, you know, besides mm. all that and other things I'll talk about here soon in the media corner. Um, yes. Not much else going on with me. Just uh, that's my um, half good, half bad life right now. How about you? <laughs> I am super fucking excited. I um, got all of my onboarding stuff figured out with Taco Bell. Got all of my training videos watched. Um and uh, I have my first night of on-the-job training tonight. I'm excited. Um, when, during, during the time I was watching the training videos, I found out that there was some fan favorites coming back. I can't say the other one because I don't think the other one is public knowledge yet. But the other, the, the one that is public knowledge has it, it was it was discontinued a decade ago was it a decade ago yeah it was a decade ago over a decade ago it was discontinued in 2010 originally debuted in 95 they brought back the volcano menu guys i am excited i get to try that tonight i'm excited oh the volcano stuff, yeah, I just saw that pop up on Taco Bell's menu on DoorDash like a day or two ago. Yes. Like it just came yes. out this week. Mm-hmm. It did. And it it was it was um on Nibbler's birthday on the twenty seventh. It uh it became I think it, maybe the maybe it was the twenty eighth. <laughs> um, you said her name and shoot me out, I heard that. She did, yep. She's she's literally right next to me. Um she uh uh, they, they it it was available for early access on the Taco Bell app. Nice. Yep. I um I uh I can't I can't say anything about the other fan favorite that's coming back because uh, again it's not public knowledge. Now I, from what I understood, or from what I understand, not too long ago the Mexican pizza made a return, but I heard the Inchirito came back too. The Inchirito is back? I, I think so. I, I think I've seen that on the menu. The Inchirito. Okay. I don't know if it's at our... I don't know if they have it at the Taco Bell out here, but I do know that I've seen on Taco Bell Reddit that it's back in some locations. So, yeah. 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 I, I know... I, I remember when I worked at Taco Bell, I know all about the NDA thing, but here's the thing, right? Um... I told people anyway, I told PJ all the time, I was like, because I would always be privy to what was about to come out, what was around the corner, I'd be like, bro, bro, the uh, the crispy chicken taco is coming in like a month, you know, he'd be like, ah, you're the inside guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I can get at least um, $9 worth of free every day I work, I think I try the Chipotle crispy taco. And the double beef volcano burrito. Ah, that's right. You like the spicy stuff. I I like I the avocado ranch crispy chicken taco. I'm not I, a, I've had the crispy chicken taco before. I'm not the I'm avocado not avoca- ranch one is. I'm not an avocado person. Otherwise, I'd try that. 
Me neither. I'm not big on guacamole myself, but avocado ranch to me doesn't taste... It looks like baby food. It doesn't taste... Avocado ranch <laughs> sauce doesn't taste like avocado, though. It leans actually more towards the ranch side of things, if you ask me. It, it, I would actually equate it to a more, like, um, a more vinegary type flavor, actually. Okay. I would okay. say. Yeah, more like a, like a, like a, like a salad dressing. Oh, shit. Well, besides the Taco Bell stuff, anything else interesting happened lately? Oh, yeah, I was, um, I was originally supposed to have my daughter for only two weeks. My ex-wife has to work 4th of July, and she wants her to be able to participate in 4th of July activities if she can help it. So she asked me if I wanted to keep her for another week. So I, I, I I'm not going to say no. Uh, the more time I get with my daughter, the better, because she's starting school in the fall. And I won't be able to take her as often and as long uh, after after she goes into school. But hey, you know what? I don't. I, God, I do not miss working on the Fourth of July. I remember when I worked at Taco Bell, though. Once the fireworks started, we didn't get a lot of business at that point because everyone was watching them. So we would, you know, kind of take a break, step outside, and watch them too because we could see them from there out here but nice um yeah no there's yeah i don't um, think i could see the. i don't think i'd be able to see the the fireworks from where i'm at no, to be no, honest maybe rockford, maybe because i mean big rockford is big yeah <laughs> yeah um maybe i mean i'm not too far from downtown oh that's true you are and you're that's at usually that where they, that's, that's right that's right i'm at i'm at the taco bell right by don carter lanes yeah, but that Taco Bell is also kind of like in a ravine. You know what I mean? Like it's you know it's uphill one way or the other. So you probably yeah. don't. You know, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. So, because if you're going, to, if you're going, because that's along East State, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's on East State, right? But right, yeah, literally, the, literally right by uh, Don Carter's. Uh, by the by the Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, so that's like yeah, 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 yeah. that's. Whether you're whether you're going north or south, you're about to go uphill. So uh huh, yeah, uh huh, a little bit. So I know the area. I know it well. Um, yep. But Many I do times not miss we working went... on the fourth. I'm really hoping that I don't have to work on the fourth because I would really like I would really like to do something with my daughter if they don't cancel the event due to the air quality. Because I know it's it, it's been, it's been dangerous to be outside with the that's true smoke that's true. from the goddamn Canada wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But I was gonna say, um, I got a five day weekend, you know, because in the summer I uh-huh. only work four days a week, anyways, because they're ten hour days. So I got today. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, or t- yeah, tomorrow is Saturday. Today, tomorrow, Sunday, mm, Monday, nice. and Tuesday off. So, um, yeah, for a lot of places, the 4th of July, they consider Monday and Tuesday part of the holiday. So, like, banks uh, will be closed Monday and Tuesday, for example. But, all right, well, um, I guess that... Uh, I guess that'll transition us into the media corner then, eh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now you want to get nuts? 
Come on, let's get nuts. All right, everyone, welcome to the Media Corner, the part of the show where we talk about the uh, media that we've consumed lately or the news that we've heard and uh, our thoughts and feelings and all that stuff about it. Yes. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first today. I, um, I, I have three things today, two movies and a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to the theaters recently for a couple of movies, two superhero movies. Ooh. And I'll start with the better one. I'll start with the better one first. Okay. Um I saw uh Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse uh part 1. Oh, nice. As it were, as ev- everyone knows now that this is not a full movie. It is the first half of a two-part movie, much like Doom. Mm-hmm. Um and God, what a movie, man. There's not a whole lot I can say uh, without spoilers, but I will say this. The animation, if you like the animation of the first one, they really up the ante on this one. Really? Because it's so... it's Yeah, whereas the first one, the style of the entire movie kind of felt like a comic book, and we had characters from other worlds coming into Miles' world, and they brought their own style with them. Yeah. This one actually sees Miles going to other universes, and the animation in each one is different. Uh, Okay. And each, like, character has their own different animation, and there's, like, 1,500 different Spider-Men in this movie. There's literally one that's a car, and his name is Peter Parked Car. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it is... It is insane. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, like, there's one chase scene in this movie that took them, like, four years to animate, and it's so well done. Jeez. Um... Yeah, we spend a lot of the beginning of the movie with Spider-Gwen in this one, oh, and we yeah. get to see her world, and the animation there is like a lot is like a lot more clean and vibrant looking. It's almost got like a cyber neon kind of aesthetic okay. to it in some ways, uh, but then other ways there's... And then in other ways, okay. it's like a watercolor painting, you know? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the way some of the characters, like, there's one guy uh, named Obi that he, the way he's designed is like a pump, uh, like a punk rock kind of deal. And you can just tell okay. it's like his character was made out of like clippings from magazines. It's mm-hmm. insane. Really great performances in this movie, too. Oscar Isaac is in it as a sort of, as a, a villain of sorts, and Jason Schwartzman is in it as another villain. Um, Spot, who is actually really, f- really funny. He has the ability to throw these, his, like, he's got these black spots all over him, and he can use them as, like, you know, like the, you know, in the old Looney Tunes cartoons when they take, like, the black rubber hole and stick it on the wall and then they could just stick their hand through it and grab things, you know? He's like that, but if that was an actual villain power, you know, super villain power, it's, um, oh man, it's so good. That movie, that movie is so good. And there's this whole thing about, like, canon events and how important it is that the story goes the way it's supposed to. It's really meta. It's a really meta multiverse movie. I loved it. I loved it. I give it like a nine, nine point five out of ten. If I'm being honest, it's one of those movies. The stakes are high in it too. It's just one of those things you definitely, if you liked the first movie, you'll love this one. Is what I'm saying. It's definitely worth a watch. And the ending, oh my god, I can't wait for the next part. (laughs) I can't wait. I need to see what happens next. (laughs) 
So that's a, a glowing review. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I, um, there was a, um, show that I started watching on Netflix the other night. It's, uh, it's called Bonding. It's a show on Netflix. It says a New York City graduate, uh, grad student moonlighting as a dominatrix enlists her gay BFF from high school to be her assistant. It's a comedy and it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's funny, actually. It's, I, I don't want to say too much about it because it, it, it does go a lot into like the BDSM, uh, side of things. A lot of the, like, kinky shit and whatnot so it's it's a very interesting show needless to say all right well the other movie i saw in theaters recently was the flash oh yes. okay yes, on a friend's dime who wanted to see it as well uh i decided to go see it too which i'm glad they paid for it because i really didn't want to support uh Ezra Miller at this point because of the 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 shit that they've done lately um in the criminal activity that they've done mm, lately yeah. basically uh not not good stuff not good stuff and being non-binary doesn't exclude you from the consequences of your actions no it doesn't. So, does def- um, doesn't no just because you're part of the LGBTQ community does not disqualify you from being convicted of a crime that's that 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 gives the lgbtq a the wrong representation and i won't end it i won't i won't stand for it i will say so i will say uh ezra the um ezra the person total shit heel ezra the actor however did pretty damn good I'm not gonna lie. Um, credit where it's due. The acting was good uh, on Ezra's part uh, throughout most of the movie. Actually, um, I have. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't great. I have some issues. The first of which is this movie had the same problem as Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, where the marketing promised a, a major turning point for the franchise with this huge multiverse adventure and then the actual product we got ended up being a much more Mm. contained thing where we only got to look at like two universes um and that's fine for the story they were trying to tell but i'm familiar with flashpoint and i feel like they should have went harder on it The, the actual flashpoint story you know flash goes back in time to save his mom from dying but then he changes the future in the process and things are different in flashpoint it was bruce wayne who died and thomas wayne became batman and martha became the joker among a tirade of other things and they could have done that they could have done that but instead they decided to bring back michael keaton's batman which is cool but it was there was a lot of fan service in this movie and some of it was extremely eye-rolling you know there's points where i don't want to say they were breaking the fourth wall because they weren't but michael keaton might as well have been winking at the camera you know at one to- at one point he's looking right into the camera <laughs> when he said you want to get nuts let's get nuts you know i'm like Ugh, okay I-, I get it it's a callback but it feels if it if it if it flowed more naturally, it would have been fine. But it felt very forced, you know. Some of those uh, callbacks and stuff they felt very forced and stiff. But but the story was really I'll good. I'll probably watch it. 
I'll probably watch it when it hits HBO or when it hit. Wow, it's not HBO Max. When it hits Max, I'll probably watch it because I know they still have their deal with DC. Right. Right. So I will say, so the story was good, actually. The story was really good. They didn't keep completely was with it? the, yeah, they didn't keep completely with the Flashpoint narrative, but it was entertaining enough to keep me engaged throughout. I was like, okay, you know, DC's doing a, a good one for a change. I haven't, I would say probably one of the better ones since Shazam or Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman. Uh, theirs are usually hit or miss for me, but. Um, I think, I think this is one of the better ones. It's definitely flawed, but it's, but it's also enjoyable. Does uh, it tie in with it, the Flash uh, show at all, or no? No, no, completely different characters and universes. I mean, it's all part of a multiverse now, and I wish they would have went with that a little bit more, but no, no, it doesn't, unfortunately. Okay. I really wish it would have. There's basically two flashes in this movie, oh. and they're both played by Ezra Miller, and I, I wish they would have got Grant Gustin for the other one. Yeah. Honestly. Um, that would have been awesome. But it is what it is. It was still entertaining. Um, we got um, Michael Keaton's Batman and Ben Affleck's Batman in this movie and uh, Supergirl. Nice. You know, um, this is the universe... They're in, there's a Supergirl instead of a okay. Superman. Um, but yeah, you know, basically the whole point of the story is Barry, you know, goes back in time to save his mom from dying. And then he ends up creating a new universe where General Zod is winning because there's no Superman. And Supergirl's been captured, so gotcha. he has to fix it now. Um, and yeah, there ends up being a lot of timey-wimey paradox shit, and of course, even when you fix stuff like that, you don't completely fix it, things are gonna be weird and different, so I don't wanna spoil the ending, cause it was kind of a funny joke ending, but it, I, I will say, anyone who's expecting this movie to be the big, like, DCU reboot that that you thought it was going to be. Everyone thought that James Gunn was going to use this movie to like reboot the DCU and then start fresh with a new cast of characters. That is not at all what this is. That if you were expecting it to be that, you're going to be sorely disappointed. So temper your expectations on that one because this the they barely scratch the surface on the multiverse shit with this. It's it's literally just two flashes yeah. and a different Batman. <laughs> you know, it's. It's yeah, but it is still a fun romp. It's still a fun adventure. It's worth a watch. It is there is some really weird CGI in this movie though. There's a scene very early in the movie, like very early in the movie where Flash is showing off his powers. Um well, he's using his powers. We're seeing things from his perspective. So since he's so fast, everything around him is going super super slow. And there's like a part where a, a building is falling or something and like <clears throat> The, it's like the, the infirmary wing and all that. And so like the nurse and all the babies are falling out the window. Okay. So he's finding all these creative ways to save them. And it's like, it's very Looney Tunes, you know, like it's super weird. Um, um, and, uh, and yeah, there are, there are some CGI problems in this movie. There is some very weird CGI. But like I said, overall, the story is good. It's got a very good mm -hmm. message about how sometimes you can't change things. You just have to accept them for what they are and make the best of it, you know, cause there's a whole thing about, there's a whole thing about things happen in this movie that are 
kind of fucked up and Barry keeps going back in time to try and stop it and he can't. Every time he goes back and tries to stop it, the same thing happens but in a different way. And there's nothing he can do. Nothing. It's it's insane. Like that. Yeah. It, it's dark. It, it's definitely a darker DC movie. Um, but it's also got you know the comedy. And, you know, Barry is genuinely funny at times and all that. But you know, some of the lines are funny. Some of them are cringy. Okay. Movie is overall decent. Okay. I would give it in the range of like a seven point five or eight out of ten, if I'm being honest. Okay. Yeah. I'll um, check it out. So that one is. Uh, I recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's not bad. It's not. It's definitely not as good as. Definitely not as good as Spider Verse, but not bad. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's I went good. into it with tempered expectations, right. and I came out of it having a good time. So there's that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. You've got. Uh, you got anything else? Yeah. So I've been, I've gotten pretty far into uh, Game of Thrones. Holy... Oh, where are we now? Bro, I am in season five. Like, I've seen the Red Wedding, I've seen the Purple Wedding. The Purple Wedding to be by far my favorite, simply because of the reason they call it the Purple Wedding. Because... Ah, yes. I don't get... The death of the pissant king. Yes, fucking King Joffrey. The way he went out couldn't have been better... Like, seriously. That kid is the reason they invented the term crotch goblin. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Like, that the pissant fucking... Oh, my God. That was... The, the the red wedding, don't get me... Don't get things twisted. That shit was fucking... Uh, that shit was... um Betrayal! That was betrayal! God, of, man. Of the I'm highest degree. You. Yeah, it was! Like, okay. They say... That, that I, I've I've been told that not to get attached to any of the characters, but I kind of I kind of had a, a yeah. sad moment when uh, cause in the 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 wildling girl that Jon Snow was with that she that he was um that he was with <laughs> um when she uh got killed there at the when they were when the wildlings and the giants and the uh fuck who else um uh, were attacking um the night's watch oh man dude like this shit this is getting so intense and the way Tyrion took out his dad the way Tyrion took out his dad at the end of season four oh that was poetic justice you're you're far enough in now that you could uh you could play the Telltale Game of Thrones game, the five-episode Telltale one with the choices and stuff. Because in that one, you play... I want to. You you play characters behind the scenes that aren't in the show, um, but they were in the books, a, dif- uh-huh. a different house. Um, and you, okay. you get, like, a... I want to say, like, a third-person background, like, behind-the-scenes perspective of... You're seeing things that are happening at the same time as the Red Wedding and Purple Wedding. It actually, the game starts at the Red Wedding, like when the Red Wedding happens, and then it ends not long after the Purple one. Yeah, and but much like much like the show, don't get attached to anyone in the game either, <laughs> because you know. I was uh, right. Yeah, 
I was like genuinely surprised to see Pedro Pascal in the show. And the way he went out, oh my god, his brain splattered like a goddamn watermelon. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Him and um Bella Ramsey are both in it, actually. Well, if you go back now and watch um the South Park Black Friday trilogy, you'll actually get most of the jokes now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it like in new context they would be even funnier and make more sense since you can you know now for sure exactly what they're parodying cuz they had the Red Robin wedding <laughs> and all that. Mhm. Yeah. It was good stuff. Well, okay. So, an update on your Game of Thrones journey. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Dude, this uh, shit's... I can't wait oh, man. to hear what you think of season eight. <laughs> Bro, I can't wait to see the episode where there's an open, uh, out in the open, a fucking Starbucks cup on the, on the, on the table. I mean, they may have edited it out by now, but still. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, there is one episode in that season that's infamous for being way too dark to see, you know? Um, yeah. I will say. Quick side note, um, I won't, I won't get into it this time because I think I'm gonna wait until more episodes are out and, uh, you know, like, I'm gonna wait until the show's over to give my full thoughts, but I have watched the first two episodes of Secret Invasion and it is really, really good. Is it? A lot of spy stuff. Very, very spy heavy show. Yeah. Okay. And a good return to form for Nick, for Nick Fury. And very strong implications for the entire future of the MCU. And a, um, a very big, uh, a very big, um, thing happens to a uh, familiar face from the old movies from the original Avengers. Oh. Really now? Pretty much at the end of the first episode. Okay. <laughs> you know. But yeah, uh, I, but okay, besides that though, my actual last thing um, is I've been playing Final Fantasy 16 um like, I had played the demo, and then when the full game came out, you know, I kept going from there. And man, speaking of Game of Thrones, this game Bro, has... this game, this death... I played, I played some of the demo, and it, I, I like it. I, I, I actually, I genuinely like it. I never thought I would be... You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> I... I've I've wanted to dabble into the the Final Fantasy games. I just never really have had. Time. I've been to, I've been to, I've been told that I need to I I should I should try and play the Final Fantasy uh, seven remake. Yeah, yeah, the seven remake has more action focused combat, and yeah, there there is the option to slow down combat and choose like magic and stuff from the menu. But when you're just doing regular attacks, it's pretty fast paced. But yeah, that's the case with this one too. But the yeah. combat for sixteen was was co developed by uh, Platinum Games, who did like Near Automata and Devil May Cry, and it really mm -hmm. shows in the fast paced way the combat goes. It's a complete yeah. Shift. This is, 
I would consider this the most historical shift in Final Fantasy history since Final Fantasy VII, because before VII, one through six all had like a certain kind of like classic turn-based combat system and mm-hmm. sprite graphics and like a traditional level up system, maybe job classes, and you know you like learn new abilities as you leveled up. Final Fantasy VII you know, was not only the first one to have 3D graphics, but also had um. A huge epic story that spanned across three discs and um also it had like uh you know like pre rendered cutscenes. Okay. But it changed the gameplay formula too. It was still turn still turn based combat, but now you had to equip materia to like use magic and summons and stuff and you had to find it. It was a whole new thing. And back then there were people that were like, What's this materia bullshit? This ain't my Final Fantasy. This ain't the Final Fantasy I grew up with. But yet now today it's considered the most popular Final Fantasy yeah. of all time. And so I think we're getting this a lot of the same pushback with Final Fantasy 16. It's getting mostly positive reviews, but there's a bunch of traditionalists that are like, what's this action combat bullshit? Where's the turn-based strategy from the days of yore? This ain't my Final Fantasy. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, I've, I've seen people calling it, uh, if it may cry, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. These icons in Final Fantasy 16 are based off of summons from, from older games. You know, uh, Ifrit, Shiva, Phoenix, it definitely reminds Ramu. me a lot of uh, Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, so there is a super heavy Game of Thrones element here um, in more ways than one. There's, like, you're not anywhere near that, and you won't be until you play the full game, but there is a point, uh, you know, deeper into the game where it it does start becoming about war, uh, about war, about all of the lands basically fighting each other for control of the whole territory. You know, in a way you could say, you know, like control of the throne. You know, it's very similar in that aspect. And you can tell there's some inspiration. Holy hell. I So this is another like Resident Evil 7 situation for me where people are like, oh, they changed too much. It's not it's not what it used to be. I don't think that way about things. I think if an artist wants to change the style of something in the in the later parts, they have every right to do so, you know. That is same thing with uh with what George Lucas did to his movies. Exactly. Yeah, people always complain about it. Sometimes fans get too possessive of the things they like and they think somehow that being a fan of something yeah. gives them creative control over it and it doesn't. It's not your property. You nope. know, you don't own the rights to it. it. Really, Just no. Yeah. Shut up and let the artists do what they want. It's theirs, you know. I mean, you don't have to like mm-hmm. it, but you do have to accept it. <laughs> um Exactly. And, and um I think I think the shift that they made works for this game and it works for the combat and it works for how the whole thing works. I don't know if you noticed or not, but after you finish the story part of the demo, there's a whole bit where uh uh there's a I a part in the menu that unlocks called Icon Challenge that lets you play a later part of the game with more abilities than you would have at that part and you get to do like a boss battle against Garuda um and you have the powers of um 
of Ifrit, Garuda, and Titan with you, and uh, okay. you get to do like a full t- a full test of the combat. So if you haven't done that part yet, that part doesn't carry over to the full game. Like the only the story part of the demo does. Mm-hmm. But after you finish the story, after you finish the story part of the demo, when the title screen pops up, go back into the main menu, go to the icon challenge, and play that, and you'll get like an actual feel for how the full game will play. Like later in the meat of it. You know, um, that, that'll, that'll be the true, the true test. That'll be the true tell. Um, because since this is from the Devil May Cry people, there are some very complicated combo systems. You are not only, um, as you're like, you know, doing your attacks, um, you're also switching which icon powers you currently have and using their special abilities as well while you're fighting. And um, you can use ability points to unlock new powers and equip them to use in combat. And, you know, you can forge new weapons. It's still an RPG, but it's less anime, less JRPG, and more Western RPG now this, this time around. This one feels a lot more, I would say it's a dark fantasy it's very dark fantasy. Um, okay. And the story is also very dark, very dark to match. There is a lot of, this is the first Final Fantasy I've ever played that showed that much blood. Like, it is a very bloody game. Like, there is, there is a lot of it. And I was surprised how violent and dark and fucked up this game mm-hmm. actually gets. And it's rated M for a reason, I guess. It's the first Final Fantasy game to be rated M as well. So that's a huge turning point for the franchise as well. It, it's, it's got, it's definitely got the, uh, the language and violence to match. It's also the first Final Fantasy game I've played where I've heard them drop the F-bomb, and they say it a lot in this game. So, oh, shit. yeah, I'm not, okay. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy how dark and violent this game is, but man, the combat is so fluid and fun. It can get a little repetitive, but I will tell you what, when you start the game, you get two options, story difficulty or action difficulty. They're not really difficulties. They're, I mean, they kind of are, but it's more of a gameplay focus. You want to be more focused on the story or the action. I like that. So when, I like that. and you can change it too. And, but what happens is if you start the game on story focused, it gives you accessories you can equip that makes the combat easier. So one of them is a, um, a accessory that basically does all the combos for you. So when you're fighting, all you have to do, all you have to do is press square and the, and keep mashing square and the game will automatically switch icon powers and use those powers and command the dog companion for you. You don't have to do any of that. You just have to keep mashing square. Mm -hmm. So basically it's like auto battle kind of in the older games, more or less, um, making it so that you don't, because yeah, without that accessory, you have to do all those combos yourself. But with the accessory, the game will do the combos for you. And there's an- another mm. one it gives you that allows you, that slows down time when you're being attacked, so you have more time to dodge. So if you have this accessory equipped, what'll mm. happen is when you're about to get hit, a little window will pop up with the R1 button, and you have so many seconds to hit it to dodge out of the way. Without this accessory, you just have to do your own dodge timing. But with this accessory, it'll slow down time to make dodging easier. It's not, it doesn't work every single time you're about to be hit, but it works most of the time. It's like 90% accuracy. And, um, okay. If you want to take it even further than that, there's a ring you can equip that 
just automatically dodges attacks that are coming in for you. You don't even have to press anything. Um, that's um, okay. But you can't have both of those equipped at the same time because they contradict each other. And then there's one that when you're running low on health, it'll automatically use one of your potions. You don't have to do it yourself if you want. You can only have three accessories equipped at a time. Um, I am using the auto combo and slow down time ones, but my third accessory is one that just increases my attack power like a normal thing. Cause I am playing on story focused. Gotcha. Once you beat the game, you unlock new game plus. You can carry all of your stuff over and, and unlocks a new difficulty called final mm-hmm. fantasy mode, which increases the amount of enemies and makes them harder to defeat. I think I, I the part I got to was like shortly after you get past the goblins and shit. Okay, so you haven't finished the demo yet, then? No, no, I'm still playing it. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, so you haven't seen the, 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 the Phoenix and all that yet. Okay, so you will get your first example of an icon fight at the end of the demo, of the story part, basically. Okay. And then, and then after you finish that and the title screen splashes, it's like Final Fantasy 16. It's like, thank you for playing the demo, you know. Uh, then you go back okay. to the main menu and you can play the icon challenge mode that gives you more of a, a look at later in the game, basically. Okay. And, um, yeah, and what the combat will be like. But there are no auto combat accessories and stuff in the demo. You have to do your own combos and stuff, so it'll give you a feel for that. But when you play the main game, if you do story-focused, you can do that. But, okay. yeah, um, yeah, just a... A really good story about, like, um, it's got the Dragon Age thing where basically people who wield magic are considered lesser and everyone else is, like, racist towards them. Uh, and that's kind of how the story goes. They call them bearers. Um, but there are really strong okay. bearers, bearers called dominance, and dominance wield the power to control icons and their abilities. And there are several in this game, and sev- several of the dominants are leaders of countries. One of them is, like, a prince. You know, so there's um, <clears throat> there's definitely some things going on, and the cutscenes in this game are amazing. My only complaint is that performance mode is kind of broken, so the game is better is played it? on graphics. Yeah, this game is better played on graphics mode. Like, yeah, graphics okay. mode lo- locks it at 30 frames, and it's got motion blur, but it's a stable 30 frames, so it's better, because performance mode is unstable. It targets 60 frames, but it dips constantly. Uh, like, the, it goes up and down until you hit combat. Once you're in combat, it hits a steady 60 frames, but the visual quality drops significantly to make up for it. So, like, in really big icon... Okay. Yeah, so, in, like, really big icon fights that would normally look beautiful in graphics mode, in performance mode, they look like a watercolor Mm -hmm. painting. So, it's... Jesus. Yeah, so it's better to play this one on graphics mode. That's my advice on that one. I wouldn't normally say that because I prefer higher frame rate, but for this game... Definitely graphics mode. Because with the motion blur, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter anyways, honestly. And the combat, the combat in this game is not only like Devil May Cry, it's also like Kingdom Hearts 3. It's a fucking visual spectacle of particle effects everywhere. Once you start getting more powers, it's just nothing but flashy magic all over. You can barely tell what the hell's going on half the time. The screen is so filled with, like, colors and fireworks and b- shimmering shit, <laughs> you know? Like, Jeez. 
So, yeah, you remember how wacky Kingdom Hearts 3 combat was with basically shit flying everywhere constantly? It's a lot like that, you know? Is it? Okay. Yeah, a, a lot like that. Um, very, very fast paced combat. And, like, the more, the stronger you get, the more wild it, it is. I have an ability now. I can summon, like, like fireballs that swarm around me and shield me and do damage to the enemy and stuff like that. It's insane. I, I, I love it so far. I wasn't sure what I was gonna think of it. It is kinda semi-linear, but there are areas, bigger maps later that open up that you can explore, and there's like treasure chests and side quests and stuff like that, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it is very guided, you know, it's not the kind of game you can get lost in, you know, it's still, okay. still a very, um, contained, semi-linear experience, I would say, you know. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm strongly loving it now. Everywhere is giving it a nine out of ten, and I would agree. I would agree with that very strongly. This is a a solid nine out of ten. A strong game of the year contender. Really, really good story. It's 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 a political story like Final Fantasy XII was because of warring nations and stuff. Okay. But it's also a story. Right. It's also a story about prejudice. You know, because your character is trying to save the other bearers from this. They're, they're trying to create a new life for the bearers, you know, a new w- world where they don't have to worry about being treated as lessers or used as slaves just because they were born with magic, you know? That um, makes sense. So you're basically part of a group of rebels that is, you know, a bearer sympathizer because you're one as well. And you'll see after you finish the demo how, how, bad things get for the royal family and then the actual game starts about 10 years after that so okay yeah so it, it, it's 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 crazy it's absolutely crazy but um yeah i'm super into it but that's another nice. strong recommend for me so that's all i had for my media corner i'm guessing that's all you've got for yours as well yeah i, I don't have really anything else All right. Well, after a brief intermission, we will hop into the the topic of the episode, which isn't a topic, but another game. A game. Yes. Yes, a game. Yes. Yes, we're going to compete for points. What does this button do? All right, everyone. We are now in this episode's a topic of interest, which uh, in this case again is not a topic, but another contest. This is round yes. round two of the continuation. Last time we played, would you rather and higher or lower? I ended up winning both of those, and therefore the whole round. Yeah. Will I come out on top again, or will Nick take the lead this time? Will this be a two and zero? Uh, or will it be a one and one? I guess we'll find out. And much like last time, between the two games, if one of us wins one and one the other, then it will be decided by a digital coin flip at the end. Because yes. that worked out yes. so well for Markiplier and his friends. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Bob. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> so. Um. uh, We're going to start with Will You Press the Button? That's the game we're going to play. And in this game, you are presented uh, a scenario. You One thing is good, and the other thing is bad. So, basically, the idea is... um, We'll give you an example. 
So, uh, if you press the button, then you can make a planet. Mm -hmm. You can make any planet in our solar system and shape it however you want, giving you the potential to make your own heaven planet. But, but you can't go, you can't go to any other planet ever upon entering another planet's sphere of gravitational influence. You unleash a fart as powerful as a supernova, killing all life forms in the solar system. So basically you have Mm -hmm. the, you have the power to create your own planet, but that is, that is the planet that you must now live on forever. You cannot go to any other planet ever. Will you press the button? Oh, jeez. Now keep in mind, though, this is unlimited power of planet creation. You are basically God in this scenario. Uh, Will I push the button? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll answer this one first, then. I will press the button, and here's why. Because it's basically giving me unlimited planet creation power, which means that I can create this planet in my image the way that I want it to be. You know, it could be perfection, paradise, an absolute heaven planet. So if I create the perfect world, then why would I ever need to go anywhere else? You see what I'm saying? If if yeah. I If I can create the perfect world, why would I want to leave? The caveat isn't much of a caveat. They're like, okay, so you get to create paradise, but you have to stay here forever. I can understand, you know, it's a bit, you know, having that responsibility, knowing that if I go to these other planets, it'll kill all life in the solar system. I wouldn't anyways, you know, I don't want to be responsible for that. So. Yeah, you're not wrong. So. Yeah, I'd I'd push it. All right, so we will push the button and we'll see if we're right or not. All right, that is the majority. 58% of people pressed the button, while 42% did not. We are, that is a point for both of us. Like last time, we'll be going for, yes. we'll be going for 10 points in this to, to get the lead. So yes. we're, we're tied one to one. All right, next. Will you press the button? You master every instrument in the world, but... You can no longer uh-huh. walk. What? You master every instrument in the world, but you can no longer walk. Will you press the button? Uh, I need to walk to do my job. Well, if you master every instrument in the world, I would imagine that you would become a famous musician, right? But you would be a famous paraplegic musician. Uh, right. You could write music, uh, play music. You can't walk, and that does suck. But, but, I mean, it doesn't say here that you're famous, but it does say you master every instrument in the world. So you still got to put the work into being famous. But you do have the whole paraplegic thing going for you. You know what I'm saying? In that scenario, yeah. Brownie, like, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't push it. Hell no. Yeah, I'm just trying like to play, my leg. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, see it from both sides, but I also would not push this button because yes, I too uh <clears throat> cherish the value I enjoy of, my legs. Yeah, I too cherish the value of walking and I care not for learning instruments anyways. I'd rather listen to other people play them rather than play them myself. So 
Right, um, yeah. That's a hard no from me, and that is another majority. 38% pushed the button, while 62% did not, leaving us on a continued tie two to two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Next question. Will you press the button? You have the ability to create a best-selling game all by yourself, but you can only type 30 words per minute. Oh. Well, that's a yes for me. That's a yes yeah, for me. Because, I would. Because yes. I, type, I type slow anyways, and also, I don't usually type, I just use speech-to-text. So, uh, loophole. Right. And yes, <laughs> yeah. the best-selling game. I'll push that damn button. Let's see here. Another yes, overwhelming majority. Yeah. 72% said yes, while 28% said no. That is... Uh, continued tie. Wow. That is three oh, to three. Holy shit. It's a very neck and neck. Yeah, episode. it is. I think the choices, uh-huh. the choices are also a little bit easier than would you rather, but I'd say... Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Will you press the button? You can legalize marijuana, but you can't ingest it. Mm. What?! That's a no. <laughs> no, I'm because that then shit. what's the what's the point? <laughs> I mean, right, exactly. For, for somebody that doesn't use it, I'm, I could I could see them saying, "Yeah, I'll legalize it because I'm not going to smoke it anyway." So this is a win win for me. It's just you know good for other people because they support it, but they don't use it. But if you support yeah. it and use it, then this is not good. <clears throat> no. Um, I'm going to say no to that one as well. And another majority, 56% said no, while 44% said yes. Ooh. Four to four. Holy. Uh Uh-huh. All right. You can go to any fantasy world you desire and live there, but you can be killed and your survival in that world depends on your own physical or mental strength. So basically, say that again. So you can go to any fantasy world you desire and live there, you know. Mm-hmm. So like Middle okay. Earth, Narnia, um, uh, Tatooine, any of that shit you want, right? But you can be killed, and your survival in that world depends on you and your physical and mental strength. So basically. You go live, you go, you choose a fantasy world and you go live in it as yourself and survive. Could you survive in the fantasy world that you choose to live in? Hell no. Because I would choose, uh, I would choose, uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I would, I would choose, uh, the, the world of Game of Thrones. Ah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you would very, would likely, not, would very not. likely survive, uh, suffer a very violent, very painful death <laughs> in that world. Yup, yup, yup. Be- being flayed alive or some shit. Something like that. Beheaded or some shit? I don't know. Hmm. Well, in my case, I think it would just depend on the fantasy world I choose to live in, because it says you can go to any fantasy world you desire and live there. So what if I chose to live in the world of Care Bears, 
you know, I, I think I'd be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'd be good. There'd be, maybe that wouldn't be my first choice, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I, uh, there's a loophole here. There's a, there's a safety net somewhere, if you think about it. Or just go somewhere where it's not yeah. that, where it's not that bad. Not that bad. I could perhaps survive in the world of Kingdom Hearts, methinks. Uh, although there's a lot of physical yeah. combat in there. I'm not very physically strong, but you know what? So you say you say no to this one. I say no to this one. And I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna say yes. And we're gonna see uh we're gonna see where that lands us. Ah seventy percent said yes. Well thirty percent said no. Oh, damn it. That one Alright, I'm down by one. I'm down <laughs> one. Oh Okay. Uh all right, next one. You have unlimited money to spend on whatever you want forever, but you have to watch the person you love most die. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. That, that's a that's gonna be a hard no for me. Yeah, everyone else too. Sixty six percent. Sixty six percent said before no. You, before you said that that that, that second part. Ooh, that sounds like a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> right, right, that right. Price, <laughs> yeah, price. There's always a but. There's always a but. It's a monkey paw thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like wishing on a monkey uh... paw. But here's my concern. The 34% of people who said yes to this one, I, I think they may want to rethink their definition of love. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're bright, yeah. Okay, so, um, all right, here we go. You will be immortal and have the power to see all past, present, and future. So you're an immortal who can see all of time. But you must live in solitude. On the rare occasion someone finds your home, it it will only be long enough to answer their questions. Afterwards, you and your home will vanish together and reappear somewhere else. So... So you're an all-powerful, immortal being, oracle, basically, that can see the entire past, present, and future. But you must also be a hermit, and whenever you get a visitor, you can only answer their questions, and then you teleport to another location. I couldn't. I'm a social, I'm a social fucking person. No! I would unalive myself. Yeah. I wouldn't um, be able to... I would, no, I couldn't. It's not so much it's not so much the social aspect I care about as it is the constant change of location and I don't want to see all of the past present and future I don't I don't I don't want to see all of that because there's a lot of not good in there <laughs> I don't need to see that shit constantly um Right. That's a no from me as well. Let's see. Ooh, majority on that one for both uh, 61% to 39 said We are Seven to six. Let's see if we can get it tied up again. Um, all right. You would receive a lifetime supply of meals from your favorite restaurant. So I'm guessing Taco Bell. A uh, lifetime supply of Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. But. Hell yeah. Oh, but you would lose your sense of taste and smell. Fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fucking point? Exactly. No, that's What's the, the fucking point. No. Like, am I just no. eating, just eating this to live now? What's the point? If you can't, if it's your favorite food, but you can't smell it or taste it, because smelling is tasting no. sometimes. You know, 
Like, right! Yeah, that's a no from me too, dog. I, uh, ooh, overwhelming majority. <laughs> 78 to 22% said no. That is, that is a hard agree with us on I that get one. Free, I get free food to talk about anyways. All right. Oh, okay. This is an interesting one. All right, so, will you press the button? Uh, you get to become exactly who you want yourself to be. You know, you get to become the person you've mm-hmm. always wanted to be. But you lose your friends and family and gain new ones for better or worse. Oh, shit. That one's a bit of a thinker. And in my, case, in my case, it's based more on personal experience, I think I'll say. Because I technically went through this. I actually did do this. I changed who I was and I yeah. cut I changed who I was and I cut toxic people out of my life. I didn't lose all of my friends and family and gain new ones, but I did cut a lot of toxic people out and gain new friends in the process. For better or worse, it says. Now, if we're comparing um, it to what you did, yes, I would push the button. But oh, I see, feel there's like, a lot of gray areas in this one. Yeah, there is. I feel like if if I actually became who I wanted to be now, like I've I'm happy with who I've become, but there's more that I want and I feel like if I if I got that more, you know, like if I got like my true dream job and got to, you know, do stuff like that, I would kind of have to start fresh anyways cuz I'd probably have to move somewhere, you know, like California where it's more of a thing, you know. Like, I'd like to do something with video editing or something like that at some point, and, you know. Yeah. A lot of that might require, so a lot of that can be done remotely, but some of it might require, uh, you know, a life change. Um, yeah. But it's being very specific here. Lose all of your friends and family and gain new ones. So that would be your current status. I can do that. No. I love my daughter too much. Right. Yeah. Um. Based off the specifications. Based off the specifications of this uh, of this one, I'm going to say no as well. I will point out it's kind of funny. Uh, there are a lot of these have comments on them that you can scroll down and see. And the very first comment on this one is, "Everyone I know, including me, can go fuck themselves anyway." <laughs> but anyways yeah that's a no for me and another majority 59 to 41 that was close though that was very that was almost down the middle which means uh a lot of people hate their friends and family apparently (laughs) yeah but you know what a lot of people are stuck in lives where they're surrounded by toxic people constantly i would know because it used to be me so (laughs) Um, Uh yeah yeah so I don't blame them. All right. Uh, this is game point for me, unless you can tie it up. The button. Will you press it? You Rest. become you become the most famous person alive, but you don't gain any money from your fame. You're constantly followed by paparazzi, and every detail of your life is front page tabloid news. This will continue until you die. I mean, this is good Say for people. Again? This is good for people who like attention. 
you become the most famous person alive, basically, but you don't gain any money uh-huh. from you don't get any money from your fame. You get all the attention, but none of the money. So you get all the paparazzi, you get all the front page tabloids, all your personal life is out there, but no financial gain from it. So I guess it just depends on how much you like attention. <laughs> uh, see, I can go one of two ways. Because with, with, with who I am today, uh, that could be very beneficial. I think this is basically what it's like to go viral on the internet, is what it's saying. You know, you become famous, but you don't get any money from it. (laughs) Really. It could be very beneficial in more more way than one. Like, working at Taco Bell. We're not sponsored, by the way. I'm just... Yeah, no. Hi. (laughs) Um... Working at Taco Bell, that Taco Bell that I work at would probably get the most business because people would want to come in and see me. Well, that's that's fair, too. Okay, so that's a button for you, then, I guess. Yes, yes. You're going to push that one. I'm I am also I'm going to go the opposite route on this one as well. I'm going to say no because that's too much attention for me. I don't want all that. <laughs> that's not that's like there's a reason I chose a job that was where I get to be by myself most of the time. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So let's see what we got here and that is oh that was overwhelmingly in my favor on that one. 91% did not, did not push the button. 9% said yes. God damn it. You were 9%. <laughs> Holy shit. God oh, damn it. Right. Well, God that damn it. That ends the button pressing game on a 10 to 8. Oh, you were only two behind. That's not bad. That's not bad. No. But you still have a chance to tie up the whole thing here with the, uh... Yep. With the, uh, with the other game. Yes. Alright, folks, now it's time for the second game. Video game trivia! Because this podcast is a supplement to, uh, Oversoul Gaming, after all. Um... So we're going to test our video game trivia knowledge, and this is going to be about all games and all consoles from the beginning of time till now, as far as I'm aware. I think they update it. We're going to do party We're gonna do party mode, where it'll switch back and forth between us. Every question will start with a certain amount of points that you can earn, and if you get the question wrong, uh, then it's worth less points, but it goes over to the other player, and they can try to guess it. And back and forth until the timer runs out or you run out of answers. Um... And then, of course, it flips. Whoever starts each question changes with each round as well. But, alright. We'll hit party mode. I am player one. Nick is player two. That's how you will keep track of the points. They'll be on screen in the game itself. Alright, my first question. In Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo, which cup is Donut Plains 2 found in? Ooh. Um, 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 um. I want to say it's the flower cup. Yes! Aha! Alright, your turn. What strategy game series has an expansion right, called the game? Asian Dynasties? Oh, god damn it. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna say Age of Empires. That is correct! 
All right, oh, my turn. Yes. What was Star Fox Adventures for the GameCube originally called? Um, um, uh, eh. for the uh, GameCube. Um, I want to say Animal Squad. Nope, that is incorrect. You get to guess. Um, Star Fox Card. Nope, it was Dinosaur Planet. Ah. Damn it, that was the other one I was thinking. Oh, okay. Fuck. Uh, which gang is not in the video game Full Throttle? Ah, shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Rot Wheelers. That sounds like it should be in there. I'm gonna say... Right. Nope, <clears throat> that's not it. Wild... Wildcats? Yeah, once we... That's correct! Wildcats is correct. Ah! For... Okay. Yeah, you have to get the answer right the first time if you want a thousand points. They're worth a lot less when you steal. Uh, who created the famous video game character Mario? Oh, that's, uh, that's easy. That's Miyamoto. Alright. What? This is yours. What was the subtitle for the game Super Smash Brothers? On the Wii. Which Smash Brothers the is Wii. the Wii one? Yeah. Brawl. Oh, come... What'd you say? Brawl. You are correct. I knew you knew this one, too. I knew you knew that one. Alright. For 100 points, what was the name of the 2008 Facebook word game involving a lawsuit? Uh, I want to say Words with Friends? Nope, that's not it. For 50 points, steal. Uh... That is correct. Ooh, okay, that brought you up there. All right, what video oh. game do you ride on top of an ostrich? Um, shit, I don't know. Uh, Gauntlet? Nope, that's not it. I can't see the other options. I can see Joust and X. Rad Racer, Joust, and Excite Bike. Rad Racer. It was Joust. Okay. Uh, 500 points for me. What is the hard drive capacity for the Xbox 360 Elite console? The original Elite. Um, I think that was 120 gigs. Yes! Haha! Correct. A thousand points for you, a chance to get close to catching up. What company developed Mario Tennis for the N64? Nintendo, HAL Laboratory, Left Field Productions, or Camelot Software? Uh... Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm guessing I'm just... I think it was HAL Laboratory, maybe. Nope, it was Camelot Software. I did not guess that. Alright. Two, for 250 points for you, when was the Sega Dreamcast released in the United States? 98, 99? I remember. 2001 or 2000? I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say... 98. 
Nope, it wasn't that. I'm gonna God say ninety. I'm gonna say ninety-nine. Yep, yep. Okay, you it were. Was it was a toss-up between. Yep, I, that was that was that was my second guess. All right, so five hundred okay. point for five hundred points. Yep. Okay. Based on a book Dreamcast series. Based on a book series. Well, I can tell you for sure one of these is not a book; it's a movie. So. You yeah. Can knock that one off. You can knock that one off. Uh, I'm gonna guess Dragon Riders. Dragon Riders. That is correct. Ooh, that's good points. Good points. Oh, Which shit. character is unlockable in Mario Kart Wii? Um, ooh. Um. Um. I don't remember any of these being Funky Kong. Okay. Yep. That was a guess, but that was that, right, that's right. what I was gonna guess. What year? For a thousand points. What year? The sixty-four double D continued. Discontinued for N sixty-four. Goddamn. I okay. uh, I don't know. Doctor Kong. This is not. That's not No, that's the um um. That was the uh, the the dual something. I can't remember what it stood for, but it was basically the Rumble Pack. I think for the. Actually, I don't know what that was. To be honest with you, I never had it at sixty four, so I didn't know this one. I did, but I still um, don't know what the hell they're talking about. Might as well make a guess. I'm gonna guess two. Three. Which one? Three. Two thousand three. Um... Yeah. It was 2001. Okay. Still your turn. This was the third right. best-selling NES game of what? all time. Oof. Third best-selling. Best? Yeah. Fuck. Um, I'm gonna say... Hunt. Nope, it's not Duck Hunt. Oh. I'm gonna say Rad Racer. Nope, it was Super Mario Brothers three. I didn't know that was the third best. How did but... Wow? Right. But it was the third game in the series, so maybe the first two sold more. This is still your turn. Let's see. In a link to the packs for SNES Super Nintendo Entertainment System, a heart container contains how many pieces? I remember this, I think. I'm gonna say five. You were oh, close. Four. It's actually four. Yep. <sighs> For the healing. God it's a healing it. thing. Still your turn. What GameCube game has characters named What Zena? GameCube? Oh. Yep. Onatop and Auric Goldfinger. Xenia. Xenia? Oh. I don't know that Xenia. one. I'm gonna say... Goldfinger sounds like a... Like a spy name. <clears throat> so that, you said Agent um, Under Fire? Trigger Man? Well, oh. um... I'm gonna go with Agent... Nope, it was Nightfire. Okay. Alright, your okay. turn still. What, what year was the Sega Sega CD released is... in North America? 
Oof. Fucking shit. So that was the Sega the Sega system that played CD-ROM games. So I think it came out after the Genesis? 92, I'll say 92. 92? That is correct! Alright, my turn. What Wii game came bundled in with the Nintendo Wii? Oh, that's easy as shit. Wii Sports. <laughs> like, alright. This one's you. Oh, what oh! You got the, the last one right. You better get game. this one right too. Melee, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. It was melee. Favorite Super Smash Bros. Melee is my favorite Super Smash Bros. game. All right, this game was one of the first flight simulators where you had to deliver mail. Ooh, um, uh, I'm gonna say Solo Flight. Yes. Alright, your turn. Alright, this gig console has games such as the Park and Tomb Raider. There's only one system Tomb Raider was on. Yep, and that was PlayStation. So there's two PlayStation op op options here. I'm gonna say a PlayStation. First one. Correct, yes, it was definitely the original PlayStation. <clears throat> Alright, yes. this Nintendo game, original Nintendo game, is also known as Salamander. Uh... uh smoke, rattle, and roll? Nope. You want to take a guess? Uh, Snake's Revenge? Life Force, it was. Alright. In the PS2 okay. game, King Kingdom Hearts, who is the true you, Keyblade Master? This is, this is a, um... This is a trick question, because technically it's actually Riku. If you've played Birth by Sleep, it's Riku. But that's what, so that's what I'm going to pick, because that's technically correct. But if it gives, it, but if I get it wrong, then you know what the right answer is. <laughs> I sure do. Yep, nope. uh, yep. so you want to go ahead and say it then? Sorry. Yeah, I guess I was looking... Yeah, they wanted the cheap answer, but that's technically incorrect. It was retconned by Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Riku was supposed to have the... Riku was supposed to have the Keyblade, originally. <laughs> it was supposed to be his. Um, alright. The Nintendo game... The Nintendo system had the game Batman Vengeance for it. Oh, which Nintendo system had the game Batman Vengeance? Uh, I want to say the Game Boy... Color? Nope. I'm going to say Game Boy Advance. That is correct. Alright. What was uh, the yeah. final licensed Nintendo 64 game to be released? Um, Ooh. I want to say Tony Hawk. Yep. 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 That was the third one, so it was definitely later. Alright, your turn. The Xbox One game enlisted is set time period. I don't have the fuck. I don't. The foggiest. I don't know this one either. But enlisted sounds like a war, th a war thing, and literally all of these are war titles. So, say World War Two. That is correct. Very good. Uh, uh, all right. That was a what guess. is the name? I don't think that was what. 
What is the name of the virtual characters you can create on Nintendo Wii? The Miis! That was, uh, yeah. Your turn. What oh. Xbox 360 oh. game does Marcus this is super easy. from in prison? This is super um. easy. He's the main character of the franchise. It's very brutish and so testosterone-filled. Right. It's a 360 War. exclusive. Yes, you are right. It's Gears of War. 360 Oh. Okay. Yep. This was the 8th best-selling NES game of all time. 8th best-selling? Excite Bike. No? Hmm. Okay. TMNT, I'm guessing. I'm gonna get TMNT. No, The Adventure of Link? Oh, right, that's the second game that nobody liked. I get... Okay, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Uh, the Atari 2600 game could only be sold to adults over the age of 21. Casino, Bachelor Party, Blackjack, Haunted House. Uh, I'm gonna say Bachelor Party? Yeah. That makes sense for the name. Your turn! Oh, this one you should get. It's a GTA and Grand Theft Auto 3 for the PS2 pursues you if you want to hear is six stars. Please. <laughs> I like I like that one of the options is Steve Urkel. Wait, no. Wait, no. The Army. I'm, I'm gonna guess the, the Army? The Army, yeah. Oh, the, the Army, yeah. That is correct. That is correct. By the way, I don't know how high this goes on points. I don't think it set anything. So what do you want to say for... Do you want to say the first to reach, like, 10,000? Or what do you want to put Sure. Yeah, my daughter's... My, my daughter's trying to Hold on. Okay. All right, I managed to get us both some points on some of these questions because I realized how the game ends is when the timer runs out. If we don't answer a question before the timer runs out, then I think that's what ends the game. Um, okay. So... What game uh, bundled in with the Nintendo Entertainment System? The original um, Nintendo. The oh, that should be an easy Nintendo. one. I think it's a Super Mario Bros. That is correct. The original Super Mario Brothers, where you're just running through the pipes on the on the one screen and trying to stop the things. There's the POW block. Mario Kart 64, which cup is Choco Mountain found in? I want to say that's the Star Cup. Nope. Shit. Um. If it, I know which one it is now. I'm gonna say mushroom Cup. Mushroom? It's definitely not, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, it was the Flower Cup. I, I was gonna say special, but I guess not. No, it's definitely not Mushroom Cup. Mushroom is the easiest cup in that. It's one of the harder levels, so... Um, <clears throat> which of the following is not a main game mode in Rayman Arena for the GameCube? Oh, not? Um, I don't know... Freeze Combat? Oh, I, I never played Rayman Arena. I've played Rayman games, uh, but not that one. 
Nope, squad battle it was. Okay. Alright. Yeah, who was okay. the lead who was the lead designer of The Sims? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I like how one of the options is Ron Gilbert. Um no, Sid Meier, he did civilization, so I don't know. Uh Will Wright? Yeah, okay. That was a shot in the dark, but ooh, for a thousand points. Alright, which of the Your turn. Which of the following GameCube games can not can connect with the Game Boy Advance link cable. Can can connect. Yeah, the link cable, I, the I can't remember. Was that was either the... the you what? Is that... The link cable, isn't that the... Uh... I think it was the thing that connected it to the game, to the game Boy. <clears throat> I'm gonna guess Mario Sunshine. Uh, I'm gonna say Metroid Prime. Oh. Yep, that's it. Yep, that was the okay. one. Alright, a thousand points for you. Mario Kart and... 64, which cup? God damn it, I did not play that one. And Mario Kart 64, which, which cup is Calamari Desert found in? I was um, Flower Cup. No, not this time. I'm gonna say Star Cup. No, it was the Mushroom Cup? Wow, Mushroom we were cup. both wrong. Okay. What? Alright, for 250 points. Yeah, the, the desert game? level, I guess, isn't that hard. In the game GoldenEye, what does the Z button do on the N64? I don't fucking know. No. <laughs> well, you're not gonna know everything because this is about. I don't fucking know. This is about the entirety of gaming history, so... Oh, God. Modifiers, weapons? Yep, that is correct. Oh! Um, alright. Oh, good, a sports question. I'll definitely get this. In Madden NFL 08 for the <sighs> GameCube, how, how many levels are in the new Fantasy Challenge mode? I don't know. Five? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say three. It was four. Alright. Four. Ah. Which, which of the following characters had their own PlayStation game first? Well, it wasn't Zelda, Mario, or Pikachu, because they're all Nintendo characters, so I'm going to say Bugs Bunny. I actually played that. I played the Bugs Bunny there PlayStation you go. game. Trust. What, what video, video game had a character named Winky? <laughs> Winky? Um... <laughs> don't know. Ooh, man. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say, uh, Dragon Warrior. No, I'm gonna say Kid Icarus. Nope, it was Venture. Okay. Uh, okay. this one's still you. Which... Which game was not published by Sierra? Sierra Games Publishing Company. I think they published. Uh, they work with Lucas Arts sometimes, so they did like Monkey Island and stuff. Uh, I can tell you. Actually, I'm I don't know. I think I think they I think they might have done Leisure Suit Larry, but I'm not sure. Descent. That is correct. Oh, okay. We had got the uh, holy shit. Okay, so it did, so there was an end. There was an end, because it just ended. 
I thought it was going to be once we got to a certain number of points, but I guess there's like a certain number of questions. Um, so that was another close one. Yeah, I ended with 7,575 points, and you ended with 6,050. That was a good that game. A close... That was a, that was a yeah, very was. solid one. Very, uh, very strong yes, effort there. Holy shit. <clears throat> but that does put our continued, uh, continued podcast rivalry, uh, at the total of, uh, two to zero now for all, all rounds accounted for. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to do that one again for a hundred percent for sure. I might even actually do like a let's play of that one on my own. Cause there's a one player mode too. <laughs> so this is nice and addicting and you learn something, you learn something. <laughs> In the first game, we learned about the uh, the selfishness and indecision of humanity. And uh, in the second game, we learned about video game trivia. <laughs> so, <laughs> yay. But, all right, folks. Well, there you have it. Another, another contest in the, you know, in the books, on the record. That was fun. Uh, look forward to another one of these whenever I decide what kind of games that we can use it use for it. But uh, that'll be it for this for this episode of the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you're uh, watching this or listening to it on YouTube, be sure to click that like button and let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. If uh, you're listening to this on Spotify, be sure to give a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and a rating. All that fun stuff everywhere you go, everywhere you like your things. Uh, once again, I have been Justin A.K. Oversoul, and you can find me on Twitter at Oversoul53, and of course, here uh, on YouTube as Oversoul Gaming. And you? got some youtube stuff to do you've got to get ready for work so that's the end of this episode once again thanks to everyone for listening uh, i hope you enjoyed it and be safe out there with all that smoke good night everybody